From the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, presented by a Cloud Guru, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you from the massive studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. You know, folks, for anybody who's listened to the show for a long time, uh, you know that uh, I got started, I cut my teeth in networking, spent a long time in the networking industry. And it's, you know, it's always an area that's sort of kind of a, in, in the back of my mind, always a passionate area, um, you know, especially as we are dealing with cloud computing. And there's so many things now that we rely on the network to make our experience right, whether it's, you know, how fast Alexa returns a query for us, or, you know, we're using our mobile phones, or people are doing online trading, or, you know, ads are popping up in, in different things. You know, the network, whether you love it, or you hate it, the network is always going to be a really critical part of cloud computing more and more so as we get more distributed. And so we're always looking for people that are that are innovating in the, in the networking space and are doing new things in the networking space. So very, very excited. As you know, we love having new companies on the show. So today, very, very excited to have a brand new company, a company that just launched last week, Arcus, Arcus Networking, and excited to have Devesh Garg, who is co-founder and CEO. Devesh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure to be here. First off, welcome to the show. Uh, great to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself, the founding team, and kind of the 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 area that, that Arcus is really going after in terms of uh, the networking space. Our founding team uh, consists of myself, as you mentioned, uh, as well as a gentleman by the name of Kayer Patel and Derek Young. And we bring a complement of skills in the uh, formation of Arcus My background, I've been in technology for 20 plus years, Brian, and spent it predominantly on the semiconductor and systems side across companies like Broadcom. I also founded a company called Tylera uh, out of, uh, it was founded out of uh, MIT, and uh, we ultimately sold that to EasyChip, where uh, EasyChip was the world's uh, leader in network uh, processing components. Uh, so I had a really strong semiconductor background, and uh, both Kayer and Derek are software networking experts. Uh, most recently, they were both at Cisco. Uh, Kayer was a distinguished engineer there. Uh, Derek was uh, a principal engineer, uh, and uh, they both are deeply rooted in networking protocols. Kayer uh, is arguably one of the top you know, three BGP experts in the world. Uh, and Derek has also distinguished himself as an IGP expert in areas like ISIS and o, uh, OSPF. And so uh, basically, uh, the three of us came together, uh, started Arcus uh, a couple of years ago, and um, have been heads down ever since and really expanded the team in every dimension. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting founding team and, and set of... Um kind of advisors. I, I, you know, I always have this thing in the back of my mind. I say, you know, when I, when I look at networking companies and, and this may not always be fair, but I always say, look, you, you want to have some sort of lineage that takes you back to some of the people that, you know, had done networking back at Stanford. You want to have some lineage of people that have done stuff at, at Cisco. Obviously you've got some on the core team, but you've also got folks like Pankaj Patel, who ran a ton of networking at Cisco for a long time. You've got Fred Baker, who was the IETF chairman for a long time. So, um, you know, great to see that, that the folks who are doing this come from 
experience that, uh, you know, is, is very sort of long rooted in, in the challenges of networking. And then, you know, the other interesting thing to me looking at your team was there is a bunch of, of experience on the chip side. Like you said, your background, some of the other people on your team's background. And I think that's really kind of an important thing, given what you're trying to do in terms of aggregating, disaggregating networking and so forth. So very interesting uh, founding team. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great observation. You know, t- team is truly team, Brian, and it not only consists of who um, the founders were, uh, but it is also part of your investment uh, group. Uh, we're really fortunate to have strategic, you know, thoughtful, um, intelligent uh, venture capital support uh, and people that are focused on, you know, being company builders uh, because they have the right pedigree and the right perspective. And as we looked across the the opportunity and, and, and the business plan, what we really wanted to do was augment ourselves with best in breed, uh, knowledge, capabilities. No one person really has 100% insight or clarity on what is going to be needed. And so the more diversity of experience and the more success of experience that you could bring ultimately leads to better decision making and uh, Hopefully, a ultimate, you know, a better, a better company and better solution for the marketplace. And so, uh, you're right. We're really fortunate to have a very august group of networking technologists, uh, and we complement them with a whole host of capabilities around um, all the functional areas that are going to be needed to, you know, scale and build a successful company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the big things, as you know, having started other companies or been founders in other companies, timing is always really important. A lot of change going on in the marketplace. You've got companies, enterprises moving applications and workloads uh, more into the public cloud. Um, you know, we're seeing some of the you know, non-Intel chip vendors that are consolidating their business and, uh, you know, doing system on chip types of things. We're seeing, um, you know, in some cases, um, open projects happen. We're seeing the web scale companies start to put their knowledge out in the marketplace. How do you see sort of this time in, in 2018? You know, wh- what does it look like for the challenges that uh, operators have in the marketplace and, and really, you know, kind of what, what you're doing uniquely in the marketplace? Yeah, there's, um, there's a couple of ways to, uh, you know, kind of uh, think about that. If you look at, um, say, the entire networking market as a whole, and what are all the forces that are at play right now? So on on one hand, it's a very large uh, market, and it is foundational. Networking infrastructure is both foundational and very strategic to everything that we do in the world today. In a hyper-connected world, you know, the number of devices uh, that are projected to be out there are three times that of the the world's population. And when you have that many devices, higher data rates, more immersive data experiences, more video content, uh, there's a tremendous amount of pressure that is being constantly put on these networks. And and so there's, there's an opportunity to continue to improve them, refine them, and be better in overall efficiency and scale and visibility as, as to how you, you know, build, operate, and manage your network. So big market and a big market that is facing tremendous amounts of pressure for the aforementioned reasons. At the same time, this large market for a number of years has really been dominated by a few vertically integrated OEMs. Uh, They do everything. They provide increasing cases. They use merchant components. They uh, put those into systems. They have their proprietary software, and they sell that as a bundled solution into the marketplace. 
And they've done well in that dimension as measured by their financial success and the dominance they have in the market. But it's come at the expense of keeping prices artificially high. Uh, innovation has been muted. Um, and fundamentally, there's been a uh, lack of choice for customers to take advantage of you know, best-in-class solutions that are emerging. And so as we started Arcus, we noticed that the marketplace was really invigorated at the semiconductor component level. Um, uh, the leaders in the marketplace were adding more and more functionality, and the feature velocity was increasing as you're able to put more transistors and more complexity into the components. And so these truly are very, very sophisticated networking switch system on chip solutions. And not only was it coming from one, but it was coming from many companies. And and, and the reason many you know companies are uh, trying to support the space is it's a large market and it's a very strategic market opportunity. So we saw a lot of innovation and a lot of progress at that uh, semiconductor component level for network switches. And in a similar way, that led to a lot of uh, hardware choices for uh, customers to avail of that. Uh, you have many of the uh, ODMs uh, who are getting into the market that uh, basically are using the same components the tier one OEMs are using, and it's the same uh, fit form function uh, hardware system that they can provide as well. But the missing piece in all of this to really unleash the full potential was having an independent operating system, network operating system that could take advantage and and unleash all of all of this and, and be a, a real alternative to what the tier one OEMs had historically provided into the marketplace. And so with Arcus, that's what our focus was. We wanted to provide a best-in-class capability with our networking operating system, which we call Arc OS, uh, and ensure that it was a viable alternative uh, to what the leaders had from a software offering so that we can fully unleash all of the innovation and progress that was being made at the component, at the silicon component level, as well as at the system level. Uh, and, and our view is that we want to give customers choice. Uh, we believe in choice. We believe that choice will be predicated on um, a decision for whatever is the best in class solution for their needs. And so we knew we would have to innovate and provide differentiated capabilities that would, you know, that would be really tailored for the needs of a modern day networking infrastructure. And that's what we've set about doing. So there's a lot of, you know, things that are happening. And, and by the way, our observation, uh, you know, if you look uh, recently, there was an article from the information just this past Friday that said um, AWS was considering, you know, selling white box switches into the marketplace. Now, I'm not uh, privy to any information about that, uh, and I don't have uh, a specific opinion about that. But the mere fact that an article like that is coming out is testimony to the fact that this entire networking industry, as we've historically known it, by virtue of the information technology revolution, by by virtue of all of the innovation that's happening at the component level and at the system hardware level, coupled with all of the demand that the customer base is placing on kind of reimagining the network is leading to opportunities like this. And our hope is that Arc Arcus will be able to uh, play a role in, in that network transformation. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and like you mentioned, timing, timing is always so important. Um, you know, there, like you said, there, there have been big transitions in the market. There have been, um, you know, people who have tried to do transitions at certain times and, and sometimes, uh, you know, the economics have changed, the timing has changed. And, and like you said, with uh, with so many more devices getting on there and, and people's expectations changing, it very well may be the right time now to, to be getting into this. Let's talk a little bit about uh, ArcOS. Um, you know, you mentioned that the founding team has been working on this for, for several years now. So this isn't just sort of a, you know, a wrapper on a bunch of, of Linux capabilities. Um, you know, talk about the basics of, of ArcOS, um, some of the focus areas where your your team is kind of bringing domain expertise. Obviously, you know you mentioned early on, uh, you know part of the team is is recognized experts in in routing protocols and BGP. But but talk to us about ArcOS. Yeah, so ArcOS is our uh, product um, that, uh, as part of our coming out of stealth, we announced into the marketplace for general availability, and uh, you know we have it available on approximately fifteen uh, different ODM platforms, uh, and are in active trials with uh, some very large customers. So it's a fully released to production product uh, available on hardware and actively in the hands of customers. When we uh, started the company, uh, our view was that we we had the benefit of, uh, you know, our our CTO and co-founder, Kair Patel, and his deep uh, networking um, expertise across all facets of the uh, operating system architecture. And one of the critical uh, components was starting from a clean sheet of paper. So one of the ideas that we had from the onset was we know what works really well. There's a lot of uh, a lot of legacy code that's out there, and there are some aspects of it that are tremendously efficient and do a great job. But over time, there has also been more and more functionality that's been added that, frankly, is superfluous or the, the needs of today no longer match those capabilities. And and so we we felt that to really provide a viable alternative from an operating standpoint, from an operating uh, system standpoint to the uh, large, uh, you know, market leaders, we needed to start from scratch so that we could uh, go back to first principles and design something that was really finely tuned and optimized. So that's what we've done. Uh, number one, uh, we start with the networking protocols. If you're going to be a network operating system, you want to have best-in-class networking protocols. And um, again, Kayer, uh, Derek, and the balance of our team, uh, they're merely proxies now for the other folks that we have. You know, we've uh, designed uh, a highly scalable uh, BGP stack. Uh, and by virtue of starting from scratch, we were able to incorp- incorporate things like multi-threading into it, uh, which inherently provides scale and can take advantage of the multi-core processors that uh, you see coming out of uh, the the microprocessor industry. Um, Elements like that were factored into our protocol design, and we really built it uh, from the onset with scale in mind and openness. So we felt that the protocols have to be best in class. They have to scale and really meet all of the constraints and, and harsh requirements that a modern day networking infrastructure has. And at the same time, we wanted to make sure that it was open. It took advantage of all the available standards that were out there. Uh, and that openness allows us to support an open integration model. Our view of the world is that our OS should be deployed in any networking infrastructure environment and at the same time be deployable on any hardware 
all of those things can change over time. So the best way we felt to take advantage of that was, or rather to provide that capability, was to take advantage of, of standards. And so we support open config Yang models, providing our customers programmable APIs that reduces the cost and uh, for deployment and operation over time and gives uh, all parties maximum flexibility to use ArcOS in whatever environment they're in. Similarly, um, we architected something that we call DPAL, which is our data plane adaptation layer. Um, it's an intelligent HAL that really harmonizes these best-in-class protocols, if you will, and allows us to very rapidly uh, port ArcOS onto whatever merchant networking switch SOC uh, the marketplace wants. And, and so we're able to take advantage of all of the innovation and progress that the semiconductor switch companies are, are providing into the marketplace so that the combined solution really maximizes the value that we can deliver to the customer base. Okay. And and the DPAL, it sounds like really becomes kind of your abstraction layer to being able to, you know, work with today's hardware chipset, but but somewhere down the road as those things evolve or, you know, new chipsets become more uh, prevalent, say ARM or something else, um, that becomes your, your abstraction. So you're writing the network code, the network operating system, the protocols and so forth, sort of abstracted even from that thing that is going to t- go down and talk to the, the individual hardware components. Yeah, I think the essence of what you said is correct, Ryan. So just to maybe clarify a, l- a little further. So ArcOS is a control plane solution. So we sit on the microprocessor. We take advantage of Linux. We sit and run on the microprocessor. Uh, the majority of Microprocessors that are used in the switching world today are Intel-based. But again, from the onset, we designed ArcOS to support either the Intel instruction set or the ARM-based instruction set. So if in the future, uh, the market or some customer wants to avail of you know, ARM as well as Intel, we have the flexibility and option to do that. On the DPAL side, DPAL is the abstraction layer, as you said, we, we don't think of it as much as an abstraction layer, but we think of it as an adaptation layer because it's intelligent and it serves the basic functions of a HAL, but it's an intelligent HAL because it's adaptable. And that DPAL is what interfaces into the uh, switch networking switch SOCs and into, into their environment and, and then allows the communication, the appropriate communication into our protocol and, you know, the northbound side, if you will, of all the traffic and information that flows from ArcOS. So that's the combination of what we do. And in whole, uh, as, as, you, as you said at the onset, it gives us the flexibility uh, to support virtually any uh, underlying data plane networking switch solution that's out there. Uh, and and so we're we're agnostic to the underlying hardware. At an architectural level, level, we're completely agnostic to what somebody wants to use, whether on on the processor side or on the data plane side. And 
the decisions around what we support, which vendors we support is predicated on, you know, the business opportunities and what our customers, you know, really want us to do. So again, we're, we're very agnostic from that perspective. The other value is that because ArcOS is inherently scalable, when a customer makes the investment in ArcOS, um, and if they are relying today on solution X because it meets their needs, but if in six months or 18 months or 36 months, they find there's another hardware solution, solution Y, if you will, uh, that is more optimized or has more advanced capabilities, they can still continue to take advantage of the investment that they've and, and the deployments that they've made in ArcOS and, and slot underneath it, if you will, visually, um, you know, avail of whatever, you know, whatever the then current most optimum hardware solution is for them. So we want to really provide our customers uh, uh, tremendous flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times, I mean, in, in most cases, you know, networking companies tend to get into a specific segment of the market. They're, you know, networking is has so many distinct areas, you know, core in the data center, leaf and spine, uh, things on the access edge, things are different. Um, if you're doing high frequency trading, if you're trying to be in the 5G edge and so forth, are you going after certain segments of the market? And, and do you find that the economics of what you're trying to do maybe fit better for, for certain segments of the network? When we designed ArcOS, what we really wanted was a very versatile, scalable, and universally deployable operating system. The customers uh, that we had from the onset that were guiding us indicated that they really wanted to simplify their networking topologies uh, and their uh, overall infrastructure environment. Um, and, and so historically, the people that have tried to address this by virtue of the limited scale or the limited capabilities that they have or being very switching-centric were used in siloed solutions. Um, and number one, that constrained the growth, and it also caused problems for um, these network uh, equipment, uh, or excuse me, these uh uh, these end customers because they, they really wanted to deploy solutions that uh, could scale across many, many different use cases. And so our, our view was that, you know, networking was moving towards more and more intelligent and smarter networks. And when you move towards a smarter network, you're fundamentally moving towards routing and not the traditional you know, uh, L2 switching paradigms that some of the legacy software vendors were more uh, focused on from the onset. So from from day one, we wanted to uh, attack the high ground of networking performance vis-a-vis our protocol capabilities. And so we're very routing centric and we can deliver tremendous performance. You know, for example, we've ingested 18 million paths in approximately you know two and a half minutes on on the state of the art uh, Jericho Plus um, products available from Broadcom, and uh, that also allows us to support a full internet routing table that com- that that product, which opens up a whole host of really interesting use cases uh, in uh, in routing centric applications. So number one by um, by focusing our efforts on the high end of the performance and capability and functionality scale, um, it allows us to, number one, uniquely uh, solve those problems uh, for the marketplace. And once you've solved those problems, it's very easy 
to take ArcOS and deploy it um, across different use cases in the uh, data center, the traditional Tor, Leaf, Spine architectures that you talked about. So ArcOS from the very beginning was designed to be extensible and usable in many, many different use cases. We started by being routing centric and focusing on you know, the high end of the uh, network uh, performance scale, thereby making it much easier for us to be widely deployed. So in our view, Arcus or ArcOS can be used anywhere. And we're focused and have active engagements in data in traditional data center applications in the edge and in the cloud as well. Okay. Okay. Um, very good. So yeah, lots of, lots of exposure for, for what you guys would, can potentially do. Um, last question, cause I know we're going to, you guys are very, very busy. Um, you know, one of the things myself years and years ago was a, a Cisco CCIE sort of lived on the CLI. Um, we've seen other companies kind of having to deal with, you know, kind of the network silo of people having certain skills or familiar with certain technology uh, around that. Do, do you find, um, you know, in the more disaggregated space, the newer types of companies you're selling to, is there a, a you know, kind of a core networking skill set that you still have to overcome that's not, like you said, something legacy or you know, are things becoming more API driven or it's a different kind of slightly different skill set now that you don't have to necessarily get over that big hump in terms of the operators feeling comfortable with these technologies? No, that's a great question. It, um, it doesn't make sense to have, you know, best in class protocol capabilities running on uh, a variety of hardware uh, options, but customers not being able to avail of it easily. So uh, first of all, everything, um, that we designed was designed in such a way that it's very extensible and highly usable by network network uh, operators. And, uh, and, and so from an API-specific standpoint, um, our view was that we really wanted to uh, harmonize visibility into our uh, uh, protocol uh, stack, if you will, and everything that resides below that and so, number one, we opted to use the open config gang-based models, uh, which gives us programmable APIs. In addition to that, um, we've taken industry standard CLIs uh, and uh, all of the requisite interfaces and uh, integrated them into our environment. So we're not, uh, there's no religion there. Um, we've, uh, uh, we've worked with uh, TLF. Um, who has uh, developed a set of uh, APIs that are all industry standard, industry compatible. And it's very easy for us to um, integrate that entire suite of uh, APIs into our environment uh, by virtue of this open config gang based uh, architecture that we have. So our view was that uh, we uh, felt that there were some very optimum solutions that were available out there. Uh, they were best in class, and they gave customers infinite flexibility depending on what their operating environment was. So there's nothing that they needed to relearn, redo. They could uh, fully avail of uh, Arc OS immediately by virtue of the flexibility and extensibility of our API uh, support environment. 
excellent. Very, very good. Um, well, listen, I'm going to wrap that up because I think we're, uh, we, we've hit on a lot. And, and real quick, if folks want to reach out to the team, um, maybe start getting playing around with the technology, what's, what's the best way to, to engage with you to potentially um, you know, preview the technology and, and sort of engage with Arcus? You can go to our website. It's uh, www.arcus.com. Um, and uh, there are multiple avenues on the website by which you can get some publicly informa- uh, available information as well as um, uh, register to get more specific content. So uh, at our website, it's uh, all laid out for you. And we welcome you to reach out uh, uh, to us. Okay, very good. And we will get all that in the show notes for folks that are listening. And uh, um, very good. Well, listen, um, Devesh, thank you so much for the time today. Um, as always, we're always excited to have new companies, people that are innovating and, and disrupting markets. So we wish you the very best. We'd love to have you back on at some point to kind of give us a status update of, of what's going on in the market. But thank you so much for the time today, folks. As always, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more podcasts, show notes, and everything social media. And visit acloud.guru for all your cloud training needs.